Hello and welcome to the Maiden Romance Podcast. I'm your host Sarah Bailey and we have my co-host here, Sab, aka SR7. Hi Sarah, hi everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) How are you? I'm not too bad. The weather is dismal as always, as is October weather. And uh, how are you? I am good. I'm good. Yeah, mostly just tired, mm. and and I finished a book this week. So, oh yes, yeah. I know, I know, <laughs> <laughs> because I read the final chapter. <laughs> I know, Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, as most people know, this book is taking me a long time to write, so I'm pretty happy. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you. I am proud of you as always, and this oh, is a no. wonderful story as always. <laughs> Yeah, it's perhaps the only one who knows like what's going on in this book. It's like, a fully. fucking great book. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> like, oh, I, like, I fully love the characters. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Anyway, let's move on from my book. Um, we're going to be talking about quite a, a maybe controversial and serious topic this week. Yeah. So let's get straight into it. The Today's topic is... Covid romances, yay or nay? Damn son. Um, <laughs> so we decided to do this episode because, and there's a very good reason for this. Um, recently, we saw a book on a. Well, I saw a book on Goodreads, and I shared it with Sab. I'm not going to mention the name of the book nor the author because I don't want to give it any publicity. Um, however, or any more publicity than it's already had. However, I thought found the book incredibly inappropriate and exploitative because the author said in the description of this book, I wrote this to make some money. And that got me thinking how we are living in these, you know, that we're living in this pandemic. And the fact that someone wrote a romance related to the pandemic that involved someone falling in love with the virus made me feel ill. I don't know about you. Yeah, I I felt really sick, and especially because of the fact that they really admitted that it was to make money. I just thought, you know what? This feels really inappropriate, exploitative, and just insensitive and I just thought why don't we talk about this mm-hmm. talk about writing about things like pandemics and national tragedies and writing them into our stories and how you know how you do it in a way that's not insensitive or inappropriate mm. <laughs> like this book because you know we all uh, want to when you're doing writing contemporary uh, or contemporary fiction, it's not just romance. Sometimes we want to put in the real life, you know, things in the real world. But when we're living in a pandemic such as this, I just don't know how I, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I don't know about you. I think. Um, oh, okay, so with what we're living with at the moment it's such a it's it's a really terrifying time for people um Mm. there are so many deaths and losses and fears and frustration 
And um, on one hand, you have, I've seen this in the right community where you have many um, writers saying what people need right now are romance books. And I agree, romance books are incredibly comforting. They're an escapism, um, not just romance books, but other, other books in general. But I think there's something magical about romance. However, <laughs> when I see, um, when I've seen books, uh, romance books surrounding or uh, integrating the, the virus, it just makes me feel uh, uneasy. It makes me feel really, it, it doesn't actually make me feel in any way like, oh, I would read this or it makes me feel I can escape with this, with this story. It just makes me feel even more frustrated and like, I don't know, I don't find it appropriate. Uh, I don't agree with it. I don't feel like it's just my personal opinion, but I don't feel like it should be getting the kind of publicity that it's receiving um, because there are so many people who are going through a lot of things right now. And it's kind of like, it's just insensitive. I just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. my gosh. I'm trying not to be like, you know what I'm trying not to be. I'm, not, I'm trying <laughs> not to be so like, I don't want to step on people's toes because I know that not everyone's going to have the same views or opinions. And I respect that, <laughs> but you know, it's just talking about. Yeah. Not everyone is going to agree with us and, and not everyone's going to have the same opinion, but I think we're allowed to say how we feel because this is our viewpoint on it. And if it yeah. steps on people's toes, fine. Well, it can just be a, um, <laughs> I can't think of the word <laughs> It's basically our this the, the podcast is like our space, basically to have our opinion. I guess I suppose it's what it's what our listeners are after. Basically, they want to hear our thoughts on these things, but also pose the question to our listeners as well as to how they feel. Yes, yeah. I mean, this is something that is obviously a wider topic. It's not just a, it's not, it's not really just about romance, but that but the thing is, is that romance is such a um has a high turnover turnover of books and so people have jumped on this and gone okay let's write about the you know well the covid covid19 and let's just you know make stories about it and i'm like mm, you know for me i've not personally experienced having anyone i don't know anyone who's had on a personally don't know anyone who's had covid um, I know of people who have, obviously, in my area and so on. Um, but I don't know anyone personally have it. But I don't think anyone who has had a family member who's gone through that, who has, well, died or who has had COVID, would see a book like, you know, a romance book about the situation and think, oh, yes, that's going to be something I want to read. Like, we don't want to be, no offense, but I don't want to be reminded of the fact that the virus is out there by a romance book because I already know it's there and I don't read for that reason I read to escape um and also I just find like I said yeah you like you said it is insensitive to write about a tread something that is a globally global tragedy because let's face it over a million people have died like and uh we're nearing the point where for 40 million people have had there's less than 40 million but 
we're nearing the point where about 40 almost 40 million people have been diagnosed with covid or and to write about you know something in a fun humorous way like that just really it wraps me up the wrong way yeah because for me that is exactly what's wrong with society and the world mm-hmm. is that people seem to think that oh I'll I'll write about this and I'll make a quick buck and it's like you're making a quick buck out of something that is killing people and for me that's not okay that's that's really like disturbing that that it it just disturbs me and it makes me kind of worried for humanity um having a, a look at this uh, mm. book once again yes um properly this time mm-hmm. um, i'm actually <laughs> filled with more anger um, yeah than uh disgust right now because from what i'm seeing is that they've basically taken the piss and yeah. the problem with this is not it's not just the fact that this is a story about falling in love with the virus, but mm. it's the fact that they've turned this into a romance and potentially people who have read this book will basically take the piss out of romance in itself. Yes. And it's just incredibly frustrating and annoying because this makes me think back to our episodes about romance being trashy mm. or people thinking it's trashy and just not something to be taken seriously when you know people hear that you're a romance writer and they just think oh you know yes not, that it's not an actual it's not a real job it's just it it, it there's everything wrong with this yeah and it's, it's not just oh it's not just that it's like this is inappropriate to write a story about a virus that is killing people it's that this also gives us a bad name and we've already have an uphill battle as it is to become a a, a a genre that's respected and now this kind of shit just makes it worse like it makes it okay it, it, it validates these people's idea stereotype i stereotypical ideas or you know fixed ideas about romance and that annoys me well it annoys you it annoys me i'm so confused okay yeah yeah i'm just getting more and more riled up now because (laughs) i'm seeing that this is the author's debut Mm. and and an attempt to trying to pay the bills following a job loss okay i understand this is really difficult times there have been loads of job losses and a lot of people are struggling and trying to make ends meet right now which is fine but i there's i just do you know how many writers there are within the writing community who pour their heart out into creating a story that's incredibly passionate to them and and important they spend years like planning um plotting falling in love with characters hoping to basically catch a break and get you know eyes on their story Hmm. and they don't get that much publicity and they don't get as many reviews or even readers who are interested in something that they've been so passionate about for their debut yeah and along comes someone who has basically taken the piss 
use something that's happening in the world currently, which is very tragic and devastating and, you know, all kinds of shit. And it's received these many reviews and it's just, it's, it just frustrates me so much. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It's like know. um, it's like the worst type of clickbait, yeah, imaginable. Because it's not, it's not just taking away attention from things that are actually worthwhile reading. I'm sorry, but that is a book about this is not fucking worthwhile reading. Yeah, it might give you a laugh, but what the fuck is it doing in your life? Like, really, mm-hmm. how is that? How is reading this and giving this person validation and money really helping? anyone other than some selfish idiot i'm sorry but the writer who wrote this is a fucking selfish idiot who think and i get that it's about the fact that they need to make some money to support their family yeah i respect that but i do not respect the way that they've gone about it because to me it's just disgusting it's despicable like to take this pandemic and use it in that way take the virus which is killing people and use it in that way and make a fucking joke out of it like yeah okay maybe in a few years time when this is over we'll look back at it and make fun of it but when you're in the middle of a situation where people are dying people are losing their money people are losing their jobs their homes their families it baffles me how anyone would think this is okay like no what i don't really see that many people trying to use this as a joke because it's not funny like mm. i don't think it's funny you don't think it's funny i don't think most people in the world who are suffering through it think it's very funny especially not people who've had a had a loved one die or have gone through the virus themselves mm. i don't think many of those people would find that funny like and the fact that so many people have read this and given it the time of day yeah that annoys me as well because i'm like you're part of the problem mm-hmm. and i'm going to call these people out and say well if you've given attention to this you know yes i posted about it on my twitter because i was so disgusted by it that's a bit different because i was completely i was actually saying look at this bullshit like why are people doing this but people have actually read it and given this person their money what are you doing with your life like Go and give money to someone who actually is making, you know, just do something else with your life other than reading bullshit like this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to even... Actually, why am I apologising? No. Don't. I'm not going to apologise. Because don't give these people attention. Don't... When they're exploiting something like this, It's this is, to me, this is like the same thing as, like, going around um, advocating that people should be like, I don't know, sex trafficking or whatever. Like, that's not okay. Why is it then okay to write a romance about fucking falling in love with a virus? Like, what? Sorry. Ah, it makes me so angry. It's, it's, you know what, I get it. And there have been um, a fair share of negative Mm. reviews and uproar. Um, Yeah. But it's like... You're the ones who are still giving it the time of day. I just, I'm just, yeah, (laughs) I'm just, I'm gobsmacked. Like, I, oh, dear. I don't know, guys, what's happening? What what is actually happening in 2020? I have no idea. 2020 is a crazy year. It really is. And we've only got two months left of it. 
<laughs> yeah, after this, I know. I don't know but it's... It, I just feel like it's not even going to end there. It's no, not it's end. not. It's it's going to twenty twenty is just the beginning, and then we're just gonna it's gonna just I don't know. Well, that's the thing. We don't know when there. I don't. I don't think that this is going to end anytime soon. And everyone's just like, oh, they're going to find a vaccine. And I'm like, yeah, but um, this. What, how long did it take to find the, the vaccine for the for you know the flu? And that still has to be given every year. So don't say come at me and say, oh, when they find a vaccine, we'll be okay. Yeah, no, you're deluding yourselves if you think that's going to solve the problem because it's not. Like, come on, people. <laughs> whilst I, whilst yeah. I agree yes. that um, quarantine has given people the opportunity to write more, uh, well, for some, because I can't say that many writers, yes. like, it's not the same for, for all writers. There's some no. who have thrived and uh, been able to focus, focus a lot more. There are others who have suffered and mm. struggled. So I can't say that this is for everyone, but whilst I can understand why this is a time for writers to find ways of being creative hmm. um, and, and non-writers to find their own outlets of creativity to yes. survive in these times, um, <laughs> I just don't agree with this topic being mixed with romance um at all i just i just it just upsets me completely and mm -hmm. the first thing that i thought when um i found out that we were moving the uk was moving into tier two um was, well uh, oh, like not the entirety of the uk <laughs> england no, no, england yes but um i was thinking to myself oh god there's gonna be like another wave of coronavirus covid romances and I just felt such dread because I was like, no, please stop, please. <laughs> because surely there are other things that you could write. I agree. I was like, oh, God, this is going to be getting worse. Like, I just don't want to, I don't, don't want to read stuff about being in quarantine. And then there's these, like, jokes on the internet and, like, oh, romances after post-COVID are going to be about people having masks on and have you got your sanitizer and all of this and I'm just like that's not even funny it's, like, not, it's just it's... ridiculous but Sarah just look at this just, yeah. imagine, just imagine I see it I am not even going to lie to you I called it first I called it first because I see this I see this mm. in December there are going to be romance books called A COVID Christmas oh god I'm telling you I called it okay you guys, listeners, if you see a romance book or any romances book, romance books that are titled COVID Christmas, shout what? out to us. Because I 100% yes. I'm telling you this is going to happen. I'm telling you now. And this is what upsets me so much. Oh, I don't or Christmas in quarantine. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it gets all worse. Yeah, no. I don't want. Oh, God. No. Why? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And we're going to sit there going, why is this? A, why does this exist? Like I, I will say this now. I have not read. I have not pick up picked up any book that has remotely anything to do with COVID. And there's no. I'm not picked up a, 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 a quarantine romance. I've not picked up any of those because I see them and I'm like, no, I don't want to read that. Like, <laughs> I want to read about normal 
the normality, like people falling in love where they can actually touch each other without breaking the fucking law. Like the problem is, uh, you know, stuck together was a romance trope. Yes. And now with this, it's like, oh, this is a trope already. Let's Let's just, yes. Yeah, it's just... But no, guys, no. No, Sarah and Sab don't want to see this. <laughs> Even though we know we are. God. And it, it kind of is, it just, I just find the entire thing very troubling because it's like, why, why, who, why do you want to read about this, people? Like, really? <laughs> I don't know. It's my I, question. I just, like, I don't want to be, I just don't want to be reminded of the fact that we're getting back in court. Like, because um, in Scotland, we've not been able to um, go into other people's houses for a, week, a lot longer than uh, in England because we have different rules here. And I'm like, I don't want to be reminded of the fact that I can't go and visit my, well, I, I can see my mum and my family, but I can't, you know, it has to be outside. And I'm like, I live in Scotland. It's coming up to winter it rains a lot here it's gonna snow Mm -hmm. yeah people that's really great and then i'm like what the fuck are we gonna do about christmas like those are my things on it and i'm just like i don't want to read about covid christmas like give me a fucking break oh gosh like thanks for the reminder that christmas is probably gonna be like not gonna be able to see my family thanks for that reminder that's just we don't know. We, no one knows what's going to no happen. No one's going to happen. To be no. honest, I don't, I, the way things are going, I don't actually see, I don't foresee things getting better anytime soon. I no, because... It's um, get worse and Christmas is just going to be... Well, of course, yeah, we, we're coming into winter in the in the Northern Hemisphere. Like, that, and, like, it's, uh, as we know with the flu, it gets worse in winter. So... We're going to see the same thing. Um, and that worries me. And then, yeah, it's just. <laughs> and then to have all of this bullshit that I go online and I'm looking for a book and it's like, oh, quarantine. And I'm like, really? Mm, trending, trending bestsellers. And you're just like, fuck. And you're just here, like, right. <laughs> Here I am trying to like make a living from writing romances, and I'm like, here are these people like coming along and just putting out, putting like... out nonsense basically, and that's what frustrates me is mm. that it's absolute nonsense. Exactly. And... Oh, I, don't, I don't know you guys. And I'm just like, here I am trying to survive and make a living, and then someone else comes along and puts this shit out, and I'm like, oh great there's another person it's like i don't see other writers as my competition that's not the way i see it but i'm just like it frustrates me because all i want to do like i want to put out books that i love yes but i also have to kind of think about this is like i i make my living from my books like this is not just about for me it's not it's never when i started doing this it's like i can't just think about the stories you always have to think about am i going to have enough money going forward so the fact that someone comes along and puts out shit like this and makes a ton of money just i'm just like that goes against everything to me Mm. like that goes against my morals as a person that goes because i could do that i could put out some stupid book about the virus make a bunch of money but would i feel good about myself no i wouldn't i would not 
but that goes against all of my self-belief I'm yeah. just like I'm not gonna do that to make a buck like mm. to make a penny or a pound or whatever like it's so more to me it's morally wrong <laughs> and I'm not going to go against my morals just to make some money like but sadly this is the way that the world kind of revolves around money <laughs> this is why people are doing this shit is because they need to make some money yeah and that's depressing mm. because it's like we're all suffering here but you don't see me going out writing bullshit like this and making you know it's just it's disrespectful man it's just mm. disrespectful and frustrating to it's... hard 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 working writers man who are just it's just disrespectful to everyone. It <laughs> it's just like... it's, disres- it's disrespectful for the writers who are actually putting hard effort and time into writing decent stories that actually mean something. It's disrespectful to everyone who has died from COVID-19. It's disrespectful to everyone who has been diagnosed with COVID-19. That's a lot of people in the world that it's disrespectful to. And like you guys need to just stop doing this shit like i get the fact that you need to make some money but fucking do it in other ways so there's not like like just do it just find another way that's not disgusting behavior and makes you know makes me want to be sick i agree i agree like this is just and I'm sorry, actually, I'm not apologizing. I'm not sorry that this has turned into like this massive rant topic because this is a topic I think we both feel strongly about. Just it's and it's not just about COVID, it's about the wider kind of problem of people using things like this to make money. It's like, why, where are we as a you know, a society and humanity? Where is your humanity? Some reviewers have said about this story that it it's all um kind of tongue-in-cheek humor and exactly what we need to lighten things in this uh Mm. in these times i'm thinking to myself you are just one person who thinks this because Mm. imagine if tomorrow your relative died with covid would you still be feeling the same way like it's just Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of, I think this car, they just don't seem to, some people just who don't seem to realise how horrifying it is like to have someone die from the virus. Like, you know, I don't personally, I'm not personally experienced it myself, but I can imagine how horrifying it is to you know, someone that you love, because I'm, I'll put this out there, last year, both of my grandmothers died. And that was a really difficult time for me. Um, They didn't die of COVID, obviously, both of them died of um, dementia. And, or they had dementia, and, you know, one of them had Alzheimer's, the other one. And I know how horrifying it was for me, or the grief I went through dealing with that. So I can imagine if someone do they love at the I can relate to someone who has had the death of a loved one and you know that makes me upset that someone would find it funny to make it to- it's tongue in cheek mm-hmm. 
when people are dying like you know it's not funny like and it's not just a few people dying over a million people have died that's a lot of people <laughs> considering in scotland there are only a, the population is about seven million can i and i'm sitting here thinking imagine if a million people in scotland were decimated that's a lot of people like mm -hmm. i'm putting that in perspective mm -hmm. you know that's a big that's 10 percent essentially rough i don't even know what the percentage is but that's a big portion of the population if i was to put solely look at scotland and say a million people in scotland have died that's wiped it down to six million people like that's kind of scary yeah so these people are clearly not putting the virus and what it's done to the world into perspective and i know that there's people out there who don't even believe that, that the virus is a thing they think it's some kind of fucking conspiracy and i'm like how so troubling and it's like jesus christ can you people like what is wrong with you that's it's not funny it's not a funny topic like also especially when we're still in the middle of it i'm like that's not something to joke about or be tongue-in-cheek about like there's for me. nothing yeah there's nothing humorous about what's happening i had um I had a relative who was sent into hospital for an operation mm. and uh, she has dementia as well and uh, she was very confused um she was very uh, lonely and scared and what was worse is that uh no one could see her because of this virus no one could yeah. see it and that in it was so upsetting for me because you have a relative who was in hospital who's who who was feeling lost and, and scared and confused and you can't even comfort them and that's puts you in a place of complete helplessness because mm. of this virus and because of people's selfishness because yeah. things have just escalated to, to this point again and it's it's the worst feeling you just it doesn't it doesn't my my relative doesn't have the virus yeah. but it's the fact that it's the impact of the virus and what yeah. it's doing to people that frustrates me and then along comes books like these and it's just exactly it, it's... yeah it's more than just the virus it's everything that is done mm. to the to to you know because of it you know look at our economy look at all of the people all of the shit that's going on look job losses you know those are like knock-on effects of something and then people are just making fun of it and i'm like that's mm. don't be an insensitive dickhead like <laughs> just don't yeah that's how I feel on it. I'm like, don't be insensitive. Yeah, maybe in a few years' time when this is all yeah. not so... F we're not living in it. Then maybe, yeah, let's, we can make a joke about it. But not during... Not when, not when you're living in the time of it. It's just like, oh, it just irks me to the point where I just want to kind of scream and say, why, why are you doing this to us people? I would love to know what our listeners feel on this, though. Hmm see if they uh, see if they yay or nay it because everyone's experience is different yeah um, but i wouldn't say things are necessarily positive to that point of you can enjoy, <laughs> enjoy a book like this but each to their own i guess yeah like but geez ugh. 
yeah, I, I'm interested to know what listeners think about this uh, topic. I'm interested to know if you have read a, a, a book, a, a romance book that is related to the virus in any way. Like I kind of don't, I'm not, I don't really mind like books about being in quarantine, but I still, I don't really agree with them, but I'm not going to say to the authors don't write stuff like that. But when it, when it's a book that's like, like this one, then I'm just like, no, don't do this. Just don't. It's not, you're just making yourself look like a dick. And and I've said on this podcast many times, don't be a dick. (laughs) I think that's my motto in life. Another Sarahism. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dickhead. (laughs) A Sarahism. Yes, apparently I have lots of Sarahisms. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she does. (laughs) One of Sab's favourite is, why is this my life? No, it's, Why is, it's actually, what is, it? what is this life? Oh, yeah, what is this life? <laughs> well, it started, funny enough, this started with why is this my life? It's something I say to my husband all the time. And then it kind of, I think something happened when we were doing something and I said, what is this life? Like, what is this life I'm living right now? And then it just became a thing. So those are my two of my catchphrases, people. Well, one or, well maybe three of them anyway. Well, funny is that that's Sarah's Sarahism, but um, one of the things that I say often is I'm not about that life. Yes, <laughs> that's like I literally say that when something's happening, and I'm just like, nope, I'm not about that life. I'm not about this life. I'm out. Like I just, I'm out. I just I'm not about that life. So that's a Sabism yeah. for you. <laughs> oh, I could tell you lots of Sabbathisms, but she might not be approve of some of the ones that I'll tell you, so I won't. <laughs> I t- to be honest, I, t- I can't even remember. I've got a bit of a dory memory uh, currently with all this bloody stress and tired. Well, okay, okay. So whenever I mention someone who's annoying me, Sab just Sab just comes out with "kill him" <laughs> <laughs> as a solution to my problem. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we wouldn't really kill anyone, but it's just a, it's just a saying now. It's, it's just, just like, a thing. It's a thing. Like problem solved. Then, then <laughs> just get rid of him. Get rid of. Him. I think maybe it's because that's what my character solutions to problems are <laughs> way too often. <laughs> it's like, oh, this guy is like fucking up my life. I'm just gonna kill him. I'm like, okay. I love that you've gone to the the you've moved from your characters being you know the saints to and not killing and not and not believing in that to yeah we're just going to be doing this i find it absolutely hilarious when i come across a, a chapter where there's been like a, a, a murder or some shit and i'm just like fuck's sake yeah <laughs> for it <laughs> i wasn't expecting this shit oh yeah like, okay well to be fair like if we're gonna talk about that then I have actually, I had actually foreshadowed that was going to happen way earlier in the book. So this shouldn't really come that as big a surprise that this person killed someone. You have to just remember though, Sarah. Yes, you have a Dory memory. Yes, this is what you have to remember. Let's just remember. To be fair, I did actually, that death that happened was foreshadowed. It was foreshadowed. It will be foreshadowed with for readers. Yes. But when Sab... <laughs> to be the reliable CP 
was reading the Sarah Bailey book, she forgets stuff and she just gets absolutely surprised and overwhelmed and just like mind blown mm. and excited about shit happening. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like plot, major plot twist happening. <laughs> that was a fucking plot twist for me, I have to say, some of that. So, uh, anyway, um, that's, we've gone very, it's very off. Yes. <laughs> but no it's good it's good we can laugh um because this topic's been a little bit uh, full of frustration deep, yes this is a, de- a deep topic man <laughs> now we're just gonna have a laugh for the rest of the episode <laughs> no i'm joking um <laughs> no but i think like things like you know I write, yeah, okay, guys, I write about murder. I talk about about people killing other people. I write about really disturbing topics like abuse and alcoholism and drug taking. Yes, there is more. I haven't had any drug taking in my current books, but there will be drug taking in my further books. Um, I talk about things like fucking, I don't know, shit, man. I wrote about a character who incest, man. I mean, I went there, like, not that I uh, approve of that topic or anything, but. Oh my you god! Know. Yeah, for a minute I was like, "You, you did." <laughs> then, then I had to pause and be like, "Yeah." Yes, Sab. It was. It was. A, it was. It was. It was rape. It wasn't like I remember a consensual thing that happened. Yeah, I was. I was like, "Yeah, honestly, sorry, you guys, memory." <laughs> but um, <laughs> I've gone there with all these things. But can I just say these these things do happen in 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 life, right? But. They're not like a fucking massively prevalent thing that's going on right now as a like a fucking global pandemic. Like, come on, people. Like, I can write about, you know, people going around, I don't know, stabbing people or cutting their throats or shooting them. But that's to me, that that's not the same as writing about a virus that's killing the million uh, kill over a million people, like you know. <laughs> But I don't know if some other people might not find that that's appropriate to write about. I don't really care if you don't like it, don't read it. But, um, <laughs> you know, but, but I mean, you could say that about these like COVID romances. It's like, you don't like it, don't read it. But I just think that it's kind of like, you know, it's all very well saying that. But this is this is different because it's happening to us right now. Like, it just doesn't feel the same. It just feels, it leaves a sour taste in my mouth. And that's that's the biggest problem for me. Like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to say that murder leaves a bright, happy, sunshine, rainbow f- uh, feeling. <laughs> just just, just going to say, like, I don't enjoy writing about it. It's not like I go, ha, 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 I'm going to write about someone killing another person. You know, that's going to be so much fun. Like, that's, that. okay, that's not what I think. Is it bad that I... Uh, I quite happily talk that way, but I'm writing. <laughs> is, is it bad? <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say that it's not like I don't. I don't. I, I don't like revel in doing it, but I also don't like. I'm not like. Uh, I don't not enjoy it at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I feel like I'm just. Uh, when I when I I haven't read yeah. pirates in a while, but when I do, it's. It, I'm very much in a fuck it kind of of yeah like it's just it's just necessary it's just the norm I don't know it's just I'm sorry you guys this yeah I feel like I want to get back into that but other times I'm just like maybe I'm not in a great state of mind to do so (laughs) 
that he well no this is my, maybe now is the time because now you're like you know in a murderous state of mind I, I can't I, you know you know I have priorities yes. I know you've got priorities I know so yes I, I do um, no I'm not gonna say I don't it's a, it's a, I it's not that I don't enjoy it's not that I it's not I do enjoy writing about these dark fucked up characters right that's not but I, I don't like go into a chapter where I know I'm going to write blood and violence going yes this is going to be so much this is going to be such the funnest thing in the world I'm not like bloodthirsty in that way but I do like enjoy writing the the, the fucked up stuff yeah way more than I probably should like it it in it satisfies a part of my brain. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely gonna agree with you there and yes. say uh, that when I the, you, okay, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Um, the more that Sarah uh, comes out with these uh, new stories, and the darker they get, the more I'm like, oh, I'm here for it. I love this because she just goes so dark with it, and I'm so excited. <laughs> You're, I know what you're excited about. I know yes. exactly what you're waiting for me for. I'm waiting, waiting for it. <laughs> like, I'm here shaking my hands with excitement because I'm just like, I just, it's just a different level. This is just different, different. Oh, yeah. The, the, we're, we're, we're talking about the Four Horsemen and we're talking about the level of violence that has already occurred in this book. Yeah. Like, it that okay i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about this the last chapter i wrote came out of fucking nowhere and i was like it's a flashback to something to something and i was i wrote it and i was like what the fuck is wrong with these four <laughs> but then i was like well they are the four horsemen so they're gonna be fucked up and it just made it, it, it made me excited because I was like, yes, I can write about these people, these characters that really probably don't have any morals. I'm just yeah. gonna put this out there. Yeah. I don't think any four I don't think the four of them have morals. Um and that's scary to write about characters like that, you know. It's very it's fun, man. It's fun. It is fun. It's fun. Because you can you can go to dark places and I think that I think in a lot of ways, um, writing these things have made me question my own morality. Because <laughs> I'm like, I have to kind of decide how dark am I willing to go, like, to write their story in a lot uh, of ways. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's also going to test me too, because... <laughs> yeah. As much as I like dark and twisted, mm. I think uh, from what I've seen of these characters so far shit is gonna get very real and uh very dark i'm gonna have to uh <laughs> I, I have to perform a duty as sarah's cp to ensure that uh things don't get too out of hand so, i don't i i don't honestly i do not trust these characters yeah i this is I don't, I, you should not trust them either I'm, I don't. I don't. I, I never said. When did I say that I did? I don't. I said I like them. Yes. I, I like them very much, and I think that they're very wild characters. Mm. And I don't trust them, not at oh. all. But um, <laughs> you know, I think I think with this one, this yeah. is going to test my boundaries and your boundaries. I think. Yeah, we're going to have to. Gonna have I... to be a little bit careful, slightly. Mm. Because <laughs> so... I already, I already wrote, I already tested my boundaries with the last fucking reverse horror. I don't, that's mm. went to some dark places, like 
I mean, probably not as deep gone, but that went to dark places. This is going to go like to dark places to the point where I think it's going to be like the darkest books I've ever written. And I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with going black. Can I just say, can I just say, (laughs) you guys, you've heard Mm. it here first. This is going to be serious books. Mm. So please make that if you're not interested in reading a dark, 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 dark romance, don't pick the fucking up and don't write a review and say that you didn't know it was a dark romance and give it a low review because it does my absolute nothing when i see this stuff all the time on goodreads it does my head in not not necessarily sarah's books but other dark romance books i'm just like you have wasted everyone's time here you have rated this book low because you were so stupid that you didn't even read this properly before you started this book and it just does my head Mm. in I just need to throw that out there because there are people like that out there in the world who just don't take caution to the read the author's notes and it just does my head in, honestly. It really does. It's just it's just irksome. It's irksome. I'm with you on that. I, I hate it too. It really tries to room nuts because I'm just like, Yeah, I said this is dark. Do you do you you know, we're we're talking we've we've had an episode on dark romance before. Dark means fucking murders, kidnappings dubious consent sometimes no consent although i don't agree with that but it has that fucking it's just dark it's disturbing it's not they're not nice people they're not morally they're probably some of them are not right in the head so you know just don't pick it up if that's not your thing at all yeah sorry (laughs) sarah said it in a polite way at the end I could nah also yeah don't just 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 fucking put the book down and don't write about it just fucking put the book down. Just don't just put the book down. If it gets too dark for you, put the fucking book down. <laughs> no, but wait, there are actually some some reviews that I've seen mm. on some dark romance books where it says it wasn't dark enough. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I've taken us down a rabbit hole, but I it just it I you just can't win with people. No, you can't. I mean, yeah, like I've I've started to kind of go, okay, well this is not as dark as what I usually write. This is more of a grey romance. I've actually now put tags on my books that are grey romances, so they're not that dark. Because I just think, you know what, I don't want someone coming into this and thinking, oh, this is really dark and fucked up. It's not that dark. Like, these current books I'm writing are not that dark. But The Four Horsemen is fucking dark as shit. It's going to be really dark. It's it's one of those books where it'll lull you into a series, it'll lull you into a false sense of security as you start reading it. Like, oh, it's not that bad. And then it's just good. It just went bam, slap dark as shit <laughs> like that's the book that's what i'm writing is oh it's not that dark it's like oh 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 okay they're just murdering someone now okay <laughs> like that's the kind of shit that you're gonna to it be expecting whereas my other series that i'm writing isn't that dark like yeah there's some killing in it there are murders in it i'm not gonna lie but it, they're not like the darkness doesn't come between the couple. It's more the outside darkness. I think that's what I've, that's where I'll go with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're just gone completely away from the, do- <laughs> the topic. Of course, of course. Anyway, but yeah, our last our last thing on this is if you don't like dark romances, don't pick them up. Mm. Anyway. And now now we'll go back to the original topic of (laughs) 
talking about the virus and how I think we'll we'll wrap our final thoughts up on the, the situation of writing COVID romances. And I think my dance on it is just don't. They are I am on in the nay camp, okay. I, it doesn't really matter what type of romance it is to do with the pandemic. I'm just not it not here for it, okay? So I'm on I'm firmly in the nay camp. I understand why people have written them, I understand all of that, but I just don't I I'm a no. Yeah. And then we'll go to Sab. I'm a no. You're it's a no, no from me. No from me. <laughs> so guys, what we want to know is what do you think? So we're going to, yeah, as we said before, what do you think about this topic? Let us know when we post this um, episode. Give us a shout on Twitter Ooh, or on Facebook. Maybe maybe another poll. Yeah, let's do it. We'll do another poll. I know our last poll was a bit late. Because I had a, had some back issues and <laughs> was not online very much. But we'll do another poll. But if you want to shout us out and tell us what you think about them, then please do. Because we're more than happy to, like, we love, lis- we love hearing from our listeners, okay? Mm-hmm. And we really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, people getting involved and telling us what their feelings are on these things. Because we're always finding it interesting to see other people's viewpoints, you know. So, guys... That was uh, our episode on COVID romance, yay or nay. And yeah, that, that's the Maiden Romance podcast. If you enjoy our podcast, please let us know because we'd love to hear from you. And if you have any recommend, any, any topics you want us to talk about, let us know because we will go there because we've just gone there with this. So we'll go there. We're, gonna, we're the podcast that goes there with romance, okay? yeah so uh we will um see you again in the next episode yes goodbye guys bye guys